Hello everybody. Um, I just wanted to um, do a little podcast today, maybe 10-15 minutes. I'm talking about uh, Adam and Eve today. And I'm talking about it from a perspective of uh, maybe a, a different way of looking at it. Um, th- no heresy here, it's just it's speculative, but I find it very interesting. Uh, I had just finished reading uh, Timothy Alvarino's book, and this is edited a little bit, but I just want to get started here, and I want to um, ask the Holy Spirit to um, lead, guide, direct, um, draw um, people in, and may these words that I'm going to speak be um, the words that the Father would have me have me say so hold on one second I'm it's it's a it's a recording I edited it a little bit so just bear with me and we'll get started oh and there's some epic music playing in the background and I apologize for that if you don't like it all right hold on one second and hold on hold on here we go okay um I'm on the last two pages of uh, Timothy Alperino's book and um, of all of the awesome things that I've read um, something that stands out to me not that any of the other things are not awesome that that I've read about but he um, he kind of puts it out there early in the book um, you know that well, he didn't say this, but but this is sometimes the perspective of modern Christendom is that Adam was adult and he just got sucker punched by the devil and Eve and just ate the fruit. I have a different take now. I think that, uh, and Alberino talks about this as well, I think that Adam... Once he discovered that his wife, his helpmate, had fallen and taken a bite of the forbidden fruit, um, because you got to think about it, Adam was not Jethro from um, the Beverly Hillbillies. I mean, like I was telling you the other night, Adam was a far, far superior man than you and I. He was the other only direct son of God, you know, so this guy wasn't an idiot. And so like the elves of Lord of the Rings, the elves who lived forever, they also felt deeper, thought deeper, thought longer, thought, you know, all kinds of ways. And if you just bring that back to Adam, he was probably of, not probably, he definitely was a far superior human being. In other words, he could feel deeper, think deeper, see further, um, take in much more into account than you and I could ever dream of. And I think that Adam, having this precious creation from God given to him, um, decided, may have decided to go ahead and eat the fruit with her and go with her to her, with her in her destiny, uh, and did not want to leave her, 
um, alone and desolate. Therefore, he is a far greater man than we give him credit for. Yes, he did. He and Eve did do what they did. But in their fallen nature, just like a perhaps a Gamel character, <laughs> you know, they he tried to redeem himself and redeem her. And he it's like um, it's like Adam died for or Ad, Adam died or sinned for Eve uh, to be with her. And it's like Jesus died for mankind. So Adam died for Eve. Jesus died for mankind. Um, had he not taken the fruit, would he have sacrificed himself for her? That's another thing to think about. So anyway, I, I, I'm not saying that I believe in it absolutely, but it is a cool thought bomb, you know, that uh, to be with Eve, he ate the fruit. And, he, uh, and the negative side of it is that he loved God's creation more than God. You know, this beautiful creature that had been taken from his rib and given to him from God, he he fell in love with it, with this woman so deeply that he was willing to um, follow her into the, the chasm, so to speak, and be with her. And I think maybe God saw that and went, wow, Adam, that was really gloriously stupid, but you know, you did that, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to die for you and Eve and all of mankind. And of course, whereas Adam could not raise himself from the dead, uh, Jesus could. And <laughs> I don't know. It's just, um, it's just amazing to think about. I mean, there really is quite a dichotomy there that or a paradox or whatever you want to call it that Adam in his unfallen state discovered Eve in her fallen state and decided to eat the fruit and go with her into the wages of sin um, I don't need just just an incredible thought bomb exploding in my head right now over all this and if you just keep following that logic it really is mind-blowing it sticks a finger in the eye of the whole feminist movement you know that at the beginning of the world of the beginning of creation a man chose to um, or sorry about the music hold on um, a man chose to give up his life, his eternal life, um, for a woman. The other, the other thing is, um, <laughs> you know, Adam kind of, by his actions, made us all die for Eve, <laughs> you know? Would it have ripped Adam in half soulfully if had he, had he not done what he did? Yeah, my brain just keeps going on this theme. And that is when we are, when we know him as he knows us, Jesus, and we are 
born you know born again resurrected and raptured and and we are in that and we're in that heavenly body um we will be like adam you know we will be restored um to our pre-fallen nature selves curiosity i wonder if uh we'll meet adam and eve <laughs> but but it also gets me back to thinking like okay so we'll be in that state of adam uh totally you know redeemed will we, we will we be willing to die I'm not trying to sound like a Mormon or anything, but, you know, are we, are we to live everlasting life in the way that we think? I mean, Jesus had everlasting life when he died on the cross. You know, like I said, don't mean to sound like a Mormon or anything, but it almost gets you thinking like, wow, you know, so we go through this this fallen nature um, to be redeemed back into the state of Adam. You know, no sin, no blemishes, no nothing like that. And then we stand on a precipice, supposedly, of eternity and look forward. Like, what are, what are, what are our lives going to be like? It it also this book also made me thought made me think like it's more on again kind of on the Adam theme is that um, you know human two is what the beast system is trying to get us to be you know inhuman um, uh, technology where we upload and download and upload and download ourselves through eternity into synthetic type beings, which is an artificial eternity without redemption. Um, whereas Christ's redemption is totally and completely without technology, but with the essence of his spirit, you know, raptures us and, and, redeems us let me see if i can read the last couple of paragraphs from this book it says jesus did not cease to be human when he rose from the dead and neither will we indeed we will be more human than we are now every defect in our genome accrued over thousands of years of degeneration will be remedied at the resurrection through Christ, mankind will be completely restored in his Edenic um, glory in the family of God. Every human faculty that was lost or diminished as a result of the fall will be fully reactivated. We who are presently shackled to the grave and languishing in the decay of our own mortal bodies will one day be liberated from the blight of death to live forever in the amaranthian bliss of paradise. 
The post-human gospel of humanity 2.0, the self-made second Adam, is a circumvention of the cross of Christ. Rather than enter through the door, the post-humans will attempt to scale the wall of paradise and steal the fruit from the tree of life. In their fervor to attain immortality, they will foolishly defy the only one who has the power to grant it. And then it, he quotes from Romans, wait, hold on. He quotes from John eleven twenty five. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He, he who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And then the last sentence is, the resurrection is the rectification of the human condition. Jesus Christ is human humanity 2.0. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. I did it in 13 minutes and 15 seconds. Uh, share it with anybody that you want to. Um, I really enjoyed Timothy Alperino's book, and I might be doing uh, a series of uh, of uh, podcasts on it uh, because it was so awesome. Um, it's kind of a culmination or a coalescing of many of the other books that I've read in the last four years. Anyway, uh, again, rewind, listen to that again, kind of think about it, and give me some feedback if you want to. Um, I'll talk to you later. <laughs>